0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. I have a beautiful, beautiful guest and an incredible guest co-host today, guys. Um, actually, let me introduce my guest co-host, Justin Drummond. Say hello to everyone.
1: Hello, hello. I'm really excited to be back.
0: So, you know, I love having you on with me. Wow. Um, you know, you bring me some really great artists. Um And we we did a show last night, and that was unbelievable as well. But today we have an incredibly beautiful artist with us inside and out. And, you know, I know you're going to want to introduce her, so why don't I let you do that?
1: Wow, thank you, Jerry. I'm so
0: flattered.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, uh, uh, if you haven't, like, uh, seen, like, any of our shows by now, you'll know that I am, like, the the ultimate like mega super fan of reality shows and I, I remember like uh watching like uh this uh talented uh young girl like and uh, she definitely uh uh she definitely really grabbed my attention. She reminded me like of so many great like artists and like we're really excited to have her today. Jesse Pitts, how you doing Jesse?
2: Hi, Justin.
0: Hey, Jerry. Thanks hey. for having me. Hi, sweetie. So, you know, um, I want to just tell everyone what I call you. And I think most people out there know you as this because I think it's incredible. You are the young powerhouse business owner, girlfriend. I love <laughs> it. I love it.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, you know, my journey as an artist has kind of led me to fall in love with the music business. And so, I definitely am excited to be on here and talk a little bit about what I'm currently doing and, and how my previous experience in the industry has led me to that.
0: So, you know, I think what we're going to do is let, we're going to start with Justin asking you a question, then we're going to play a song because um, Justin is busting at the seams right now, okay? So, Justin, I'm going to let you ask her one question and then I'm going to play her song Alabama.
1: Okay. So, um, with, uh, every musician, I always, uh, start, uh, with, uh, the exact same question because I really want to know, like, uh, how, like, everyone got started. Like, so, uh, growing up, like, uh, I, there has to be, like, some sort of, uh, moment, uh, where, uh, music, like, first hit you. Tell us a little bit about your first memory of music and when it actually hit you.
2: Yeah, that's a great question, I um, So I'm one of six kids. I grew up with a huge family, outside, homeschooled, and, uh, you know, music was always kind of my way to stand out and be like, here I am, out of all my siblings, but also outgoing, and we all have different interests and hobbies. Um, So early on, I just, I love to sing, I love to karaoke, that's still something my family does today, (laughs) it's a tradition, Um, but yeah, my dad, he, he, he realized I had this passion, and he built He's a woodworker, and he built this stage for me uh, with shower curtain curtains on it and a karaoke machine. And I would get up there, and uh, I, I just I loved it. I loved performing. I loved singing. And that kind of when I started school, I did eventually go to public school, and I got involved in choir. Um, I was the show choir captain, which you know, singing and dancing. It's very much like a in-your-face performance. Uh, but other than you know that just being a hobby, I never in a million years thought that that was going to be my job. And so you know I went to Belmont University in 2014. I was 18 years old, and I decided to pursue music business as a major. And so after my first year, a friend of mine, her name is Candia, she was in show choir with me and she she asked me to let's go audition for the voice. It'll be fun. It's free. You know, we'll have that memory to look back on. Who cares what happens? And little did I know, like, it would, the next year of my life, it would completely revolve around the voice. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about it. And it gave me, you know, a huge part of my identity at such a young age. Um, So we did the big open cattle call where there's, like, 3,000-plus people standing in line, and, and they have you in a room with eight or 10 other artists and they just, you know, they say stand up and sing your song and they may cut you off or they may ask for a second song. And in that case, to ask for a second song. I sing um, Britney Spears toxic, oh, which is so funny. Looking I love back, it. And um, umbrella by Rihanna. And um, it, it just, it took a longer period of time to actually get on the show. than it appears on TV. It kind of makes it look like, Oh, you audition and then you're in front of the judges, but it didn't really work that way. Um, but it was the most incredible learning experience. I think we really had to learn how to work under pressure. We, we didn't have a ton of control, so we really had to trust the producers that they had our best interest in mind. And, um, it was the biggest growing opportunity and experience in my entire life. And I'm so grateful for Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani for being my coaches. And, um, I'll get into kind of how that brings me where I'm, what I'm doing today, but, That's kind of
0: how I just got started out with music. So I want to just give a shout out real quick and let you know who's in the chat room. Okay. So the owner of Remember Them, one of the owners, Stevie, he's in the chat room now. That's the owner. Him and Angel. Angel um, is not in at this point, but she's listening. Um, Kojak, who is in the chat room, he's a fellow DJ as well. Angel's show is Sunday nights at 8 p.m., um, Stevie shows are Tuesday nights at 8 PM and Kojak shows are Monday nights at 8 PM. I want to give a shout out real quick to Bob Alou because he is always front and center. First person in the chat room, Georgia peach. We love you, Diane and Andy. Hello. And of course, Jesse Pitts, you are in the chat room, girlfriend. So. Okay. Hey everybody. Uh, I love Remember Them Radios platform because without them we wouldn't have this and we wouldn't be keeping this music going and all the music from back in the day till present alive. So Remember Them Radio is an incredible incredible platform for all artists and musicians. So thank you for that. So having said that, this is what we're going to do. Let's give them a little taste of your voice which is absolutely incredible. I'm going to play Alabama, but then we're going to have you talk about it. But what I do want them to know is, guys, right here on the Jerry Petito Show, Remember Them Radio, this is her debut Alabama song. You heard it here first. Let's go, baby.
3: I know you see. to Southern California Say she's never coming back again But you don't know me Like you say you do You don't know how far I've gone To get back to you I can't forget the smell of Alabama Oh,
0: Jesse Pitts, that was absolutely beautiful. Tell us all what inspired this song.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Jerry. So I want to shout out real quick to my best friend, Mia Furman, who actually sang background vocals on that song with me. Um, I wrote this song at a point when I was living in Los Angeles, and I you know I had this realization as an artist that didn't know much about the music business that I kind of felt like I was waiting for something or someone to fall out of the sky. Like I would go to every show. I'd be like, okay, someone's going to walk in here and tell me what to do and tell me and explain the business. And I got to a point where I realized like, I want to go back. I want to get my degree in music business. I want to learn this for myself so that I don't have to wait or rely on anyone else to tell me how to do it. And I think that, just calm that 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 instinct that was kind of calling me back to to learn to go back to school to get my degree um it just i it, it filled me with kind of like a homesickness and i realized that you know you are where you come from and you you can take the girl out of the country but you can't take the country out of the girl kind of sentiment but yeah. um i love where i'm from i think a big part of music to me is the visualization the senses that you have when you listen to a song and so Talking about that rain in Alabama, um, it just it makes me miss home. I had, to, I had to throw in a little Roll Tide there, too, so we're, <laughs> my Georgia fans, my Georgia friends, I'm sorry, but um, I'm always going to be an Alabama girl.
0: That's beautiful. We have someone that wanted to say hello, so I'm going to play something as a little treat. Here we go.
1: Hi, this is Ken Kojak from the 60s Jukebox Review. You're listening to the Jerry Petito Show, my fellow co on Remember Then Radio.
0: He's loving you, girlfriend. He's absolutely loving you. <laughs> so, Thank you, Justin. What would you like to say about that song?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I absolutely have chills everywhere. I mean, like, uh, every time, like, I hear like a really soft voice, like, I like immediately, like, 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 how do they do that? Is like, is that really their real voice? Like, uh-huh. is, like. A- like doing really something with it like uh yeah um but um so i really uh want to know like which leads me into my next question uh you were talking about uh you uh went to college and uh you were studying music as a major um when did your uh music career like actually take off like uh did you have like a little success before the show or like was it mostly like uh, while like you were doing the show good
2: question again justin um I like I said a little bit said a little bit before you know, I never pursued the artist thing before the voice that kind of just opened the door to me. I actually auditioned for a commercial music department at Belmont my first year um, and I didn't make it so I, I was kind of devastated after that I thought the door had closed. I went in and, and I sang an Adele song, which if anyone in the music industry knows, that's like the number one rule. Do not audition for anything, anywhere and sing an Adele song because no one can sing it better than Adele. <laughs> um, and, and, and But, you know, it was all I ask, which is not even in my genre. It's not even in my range. So I really don't know what I was thinking, but, you know... That door closed and a window opened. It was like three weeks later or something crazy like that that I auditioned for The Voice. Um, and so, yeah, that I mean, that was the big moment. I went from, you know, people in my family knowing that I sing and in my school, but not, you know, a greater audience than that. I woke up one morning during the show verified with 30,000 followers on Twitter, and it just – I couldn't <gasps> process it. Like, I didn't know – how that was gonna, I didn't know that was going to be my reality. And um, I i think it's so cool to hear people reach out through the voice and say, like, your song or, you know, your performance touched this chord with me. And um, they, you know, they shared a lot of intimate details about my life as part of the promo package. And people who had gone through seri- um, similar experiences reached out and said, you know, what I said, and my going out there and taking a chance, you know, inspired them and i think that's one of the biggest things that i took from the show is just the response the support the fans i have some super dedicated fans that still to this day even though you know i have been putting all my resources into the business and um i'll talk a little bit more about that too but they are constantly a support system for anything happening in my life and i'll be forever grateful for that
1: well wow. yeah i mean like uh, i really like uh am really fascinated like by your experience because i mean like uh, we've interviewed several uh, uh, reality show contestants like and like we kind of get a little bit of a mixed reaction because like some people really love it like some people really hate it and like the thing uh with like reality TV like uh, you know like uh, some pe- it, people uh, I mean it, it really is fake I mean like but um I really happen to love this like only because like uh, I feel like this is like a way for for um, musicians that, like, nobody has ever heard of to actually, like, uh, be able to just say, like, hey, like, uh, this is who I am, and I want to share my music with the world. Like, right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean... Hey. I,
2: yeah, you, kind of, you, you kind of um, said something just there that I definitely want to touch on, because one thing, you know, I, I it was such a great experience being on the show, but getting that little peek behind the curtain of the music industry, the entertainment world you do kind of see some of the shortcomings and and it's hard because it is a TV show, you know, knowing, going into it, I know that they typecast, you know, like if you watch any season, they're always going to have a country guy. They're always going to have an R&B powerhouse singer. They're always going to have an indie person. So I kind of, you know, knowing what I know about the show, I was able to place myself and brand myself to align with, you know, what they typically and historically have had on the show. Um, and that's not to say like I was, you know, inauthentic definitely fit within what I what my voice sounded like. But I think that's a struggle for a lot of artists that are trying to audition for the show. Is a lot of them don't know what genre they are. Or they pick a song that doesn't fit with their voice, or um, you know, they don't have that typecast or archetype. So, I, you know, anyone that's listening, that's interested in trying out for one of those shows, I definitely, I think even just the first audition is a moment for you to say, this is who I want to be as an artist, and to kind of know that going into it um but then you know throughout the show it becomes less about judging and more about coaching and that's one thing i loved about the voice as opposed to like american idol um they they really do want to develop you as an artist and i think for me that was such a crazy experience and so amazing but then the dynamic right after the show like when you're voted off you know you're used to makeup artists following you around 24/7 chauffeurs they treat you like a queen or a king and the moment you're off the show, it's kind of like you're just you're on your own. Oh. There's no guidance. There's no development because it is a TV show and they're getting ready for the next season. You know, they have right. two seasons a year. And so when I was getting off that voice and looking for that person to help guide me, it, there there wasn't necessarily something there. there um, you know, an artist can take a million different steps. You don't know if you should find a manager. You don't know if you should find an agent, if you should release songs or if you should wait. Um, And so my goal right now in my career is to be that person that I wish that I had.
0: Beautifully, beautifully said. Amazing. And to think you're only 25 years old. You're amazing. Am I?
2: Gosh, I feel like I was 21 yesterday. Listen, (laughs)
0: listen, I'll be 60 in a week. Stop, okay? (laughs) You're you're 25, okay?
1: (laughs) I'm only 23, so I mean, like, uh, like, uh, like, we're right there with you. I'm I'm right there
4: with
0: you. Oh my gosh.
1: We're just getting started. Like, uh, like uh, we still got
0: a lot to live. You have a lot to live, baby. Justin, let's play her next song. Everyone in the chat room is loving it, and all my listeners. Um, I got messages, like I said, from Hong Kong. Okay, they are listening. Australia. Ireland is in the house, okay? So, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, and Stevie posted in the chat room who he heard from. So we have so many people all over the world. This is incredible. So guys, we're going to play... Heart on Fire, and then, Jesse, we're going to have you talk about it. Here we go.
3: You're like the West Coast sun. Make my temperature rise. Shed some light on me. Baby, don't be shy. You're like the West Coast sun And I'm coming undone
0: Jesse, we've got Spain, France, and Italy also tuning in, the producer said. So this song is absolutely beautiful. You're incredible. Thank Tell you. us what inspired it.
2: This one was totally inspired by California living in California and I was in this period where I was trying to write a song for a first debut release and I wanted to make it a big statement. I wanted it to be high energy. I wanted it to kind of get the feeling across of how I felt like driving down the, the PHC and, um, this so I actually this was my first debut release it's on iTunes and Spotify you can go down and check it out download it stream it um it's gonna be my first love I had so much help with the creative art of it um Andy Smith styled the shoot Graham Yelton took the photo um I just had an amazing team surround me and encouraged me to release this and my diehard fans will know including my sisters they will blast this all the time I'm sure on my wedding day we'll be listening to this and are getting ready so, so I, I love it it's always
0: going to be one of my favorite songs that's right you're getting married congratulations beautiful beautiful Oh, congratulations that's right thank you that's right so justin what would you like to say to jesse
1: okay well uh first off i had no idea like that is like a huge moment for you like so like i so congratulations again <laughs> thank you okay um so uh Going back to our conversation, uh, we were talking about, uh, like, the voice and, uh, like, uh, there was definitely a lot of uh, positive experiences, like, uh, with that. Um, So, um, tell us a little bit about, um, like, some of your uh, favorite uh, moments, whether they were on screen or off screen, like, with the coaches and uh, some of, like, the friends that you made during the show.
2: Absolutely. Um, the the friends I met are definitely that's a highlight just like I said the fans and the support I got from it the friends and lifetime relationships I've made I'm forever grateful for like I said my best friend Mia she was also on the show Um, Team Adam we met through that process and lived together in LA Taylor John Williams is a friend of mine who will be playing at my wedding and um, so there are definitely connections that I'll keep forever I think one of my favorite moments on the show and I have a lot, I have a lot, and I'll tell you more about them. But the very first, the blind audition, you know, we, everybody was nervous. There are people who were artists previously that have done touring, and there were some newbie that had never been on stage before. And I think everyone was equally as nervous just because we don't know, you don't know what to expect. You don't know if the teams are filled up already, if you really even have a shot. And so walking out on the stage for the first time, and the lights dimmed, and I heard the song play. I totally blacked out like I don't I was it was out of body I started somehow I guess the words came out and um, Blake actually Gwen Stefani turned around first I, I broke the record of the fastest turnaround <laughs> they say um, and then Blake quickly turned around after Yay. that And you know that the big buzzing noise that you hear on the TV doesn't actually happen when you're there and so I I don't even think I realized at first, like I said, I was a little bit out of body, but, um, I knew that there were all the contestants that had gone before me that gotten through, Were you know, we separated into a yes hotel and a no hotel. Sadly, like there's the people who go through, they go and they're taken away really quick. Um, and then the people who don't get through, they go back to this other hotel. And the first thought that came into my mind was like, yes, I get to go to the yes hotel and I get to see all the people who have made it. And, um, pulling, you know, I got to see my family really quickly after that, and just seeing my parents and my family's reaction to getting on team Gwen was just, I mean, I will never forget that moment and that feeling. I think I was on the biggest adrenaline high for the next, like, months; Like, it lasted me months. And um, so, and then going back to that hotel afterwards, getting out of the van and having all of the other contestants outside the hotel, like, waiting for us to show up, cheering us on that was such an incredible moment. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now I like, that is like the first time I'm ever like hearing, like that's like sort of reference, like the yes hotel and the no hotel. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in the yes hotel. Like uh, I'm on top of the world right now.
2: <laughs> well, a lot okay. of people, you know, I've done a couple of interviews and some people are just like, well, how was, how was Blake? And no one really, you know, asked about the behind the scenes thing, which I think is just as interesting as what they show on screen.
1: Yeah. And like, uh, uh what was like, a uh, like, do you have, like, a favorite moment, like, uh, with, uh, like, uh, Gwen Stefani or Blake Shelton?
2: Definitely. There's a, a couple with Blake that I did that just stand out in my mind. Gwen was just um, amazing. She's just magnetic, and that's what got me to choose her first, even though I said going into it, like, I'm going to choose Blake. If he turns around, that's it. Gwen definitely sold me in the moment. But um, there there was a time where I was doing the battle rounds, and I went up against a friend of mine, Ryan Sill, And we did the battle, and I knew as soon as the judges, sorry, the coaches started talking, I knew I was going home. Like, I just had that feeling in my heart, and I knew, like, okay, that my time is up on the show. And Gwen chose Ryan to win the battle. And so I said this, like, five-minute-long goodbye with Carson Daly standing next to me and my parents, like, in the audience to my right. And that, it seemed like it was a 30-minute goodbye but I just poured my heart out, I was getting ready to walk off stage and like walking kind of slowly. I was just like, no, I'm going to be over. And then before I could even get down the steps, the whole entire like stadium lit up and Blake Shelton stole me onto his team. Like he saved me from getting sent home essentially. Ooh. And I just like, I collapsed on stage and you can see it. If you go back and watch, I literally fall down. I just was overwhelmed and um, Blake just gave me the biggest bear hug and I am super grateful that he, he stole me so that I can continue.
0: Jesse, wait, I have to ask you something. What, when was that?
2: That was the battle round. So the second episode. No,
0: no, exactly. When was that show?
2: 2007.
0: Okay. Because do you know that I saw that? You did. I I didn't put two and two together. I'm not really into all those shows, so I will see clips of different shows here or there. And I saw that. And I'm not kidding you. (laughs) That was was unbelievable. Yes. Okay, wow. I'm blown away right now. So, you know, I'm going to go really check that out. I am blown away right now. I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh my gosh, I saw that. That's pretty cool. All right.
1: I, I just want to say, like, one quick thing. Like, uh, like this is absolutely, like, uh, like uh, a super fan. Like, uh, like uh, this is, like, a, a mega fan question. Uh, because uh, we talked a little bit of this uh, about air. Um, uh, there was another guy on your season. Uh, his name was Matt McAndrew. And, yeah. And uh, Matt and I, we have a little bit of a history. Uh, we went to uh, the same high school together. And mm. uh, I had been... Uh, uh, working with him, like, uh, like getting him interviews on uh, several stations, and uh, uh, yeah, like, uh, did you have, like, a, a relationship, like, uh, with Matt?
2: That's so awesome, what a, what a small world. Matt is such an amazing artist, he is one of my favorite that was on that season, and I, I do have a memory, I remember, you know, before we auditioned, all of the contestants would know, practice our songs together. We'd run by each other and see like, well, what do you think? Like should I change this or that? And Matt was someone that we we would rehearse a lot and he and I like worked on each other's songs and he would give me really helpful advice and vice versa. And so um I'm I'm really happy with the way that he was portrayed and um I know Adam Levine loved him and they have a good relationship still. So he's always gonna be I'm always gonna be a fan of his incredible artist.
1: Mm. Super nice
0: guy. Justin's yes. on cloud nine right now. You know that, right? Yeah,
1: like yesterday, <laughs> like yesterday, yesterday you were on cloud nine, now I'm yes. on cloud nine. Yes, there you go. Aww.
0: Let's play Heartbreak Home Run. Here we go, Let's guys. Do it. This is incredible, and then you're going to tell us about it.
3: Just to watch it burn Everyone said that he was no good He broke my heart like I knew he would But my heart loves a challenge I'm always looking for the wild
0: beautiful song Jesse. tell us what inspires you with this song
2: thanks Jerry that one also I have to say right off the bat is that's also completely unreleased never heard before yay Um, so I just love (laughs) that I'm able to like share some of these songs that I've been sitting on because I'm not releasing like a project but I definitely don't i a believer in, like, never just holding on to something and never letting it be shown. So thank you for giving me the platform to do that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, remember them radio rocks.
2: <laughs> thank you. I think this one was just fun for me. I was working with a producer named um, Jay Denton in L.A. who sent me that original, like, guitar um, track. And he was like, let me know if you have any ideas about this. And then like, one sitting, I was just like, I want to write, like, a Carrie Underwood breakup, song and um it just kind of poured out like it wasn't based on a particular experience necessarily that i had but um i just love the idea of like you know you hear all the time like heartbreak sucks like it just like sometimes people (laughs) sometimes people like enjoy the thrill of it i'm definitely not one of them but i think um it just shows another female perspective on 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 a heartbreak and um definitely being in la i forgot how much I love country music so that's kind of when I started writing you can definitely tell there's a difference between the last song we played and this one um and that's definitely part of that homesickness I got into country music when I moved away from the country Um, and now I'm now I'm super excited to be working in country music right now so um that one was a really fun one for me to make
0: that was absolutely beautiful so Justin
1: uh, yeah, like uh, I, uh, I feel like I'm learning a completely like new <laughs> because uh, because like I I seen you on the voice. I mean, I see you like uh, singing like Alan John, Bonnie Tyler, uh, the Cranberries. I mean, like I I, I never really knew that you like country music. I mean, like what is that like? What is it about it you really like so much?
2: Yeah, and well, to be honest, like I growing up in the country, I I liked it, but it wasn't what I always listened to. I think I was a little like oversaturated with it so when I moved to LA I started listening to more country than I ever had in my life because I missed home and it made me feel like the storytelling and the the visuals and the senses like I said before they just kind of like let me travel back home without actually having to travel back home Um, and so I started writing to kind of fill that homesickness and um, it surprised me as much as it surprised you I promise
0: (laughs) You know, I want to say something real quick about that before you continue, Justin. What you just said was absolutely beautiful because I I was born and raised in Long Island City, New York, and I moved to New Jersey at 12 years old. And I get it. You know, I mean, my happiest memories when when I'm sad or whatever, and we've all been sad this year, you know, a lot's been going on. I think back to that, to those days. And I miss that. And what you're saying is absolutely beautiful because you have the outlet, like I do with writing, you have the outlet to bring all those beautiful feelings to life and it takes you back there.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of have the same experience as well. I mean, I've always, uh, uh, been listening to pop music, but I mean, I never really, uh, started listening to country music. Um, and, uh, uh, like, uh, true story, uh, my stepdad, like, uh, uh, like, uh, when he, uh, first, uh, got together with my mom, that's, uh, pretty much all they listened to was country music, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't,
2: oh, no. not uh, uh, uh,
1: yeah, but, I mean, like, uh, the, it, yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you grow to like it, I mean, like, I mean, and I, I'm really, like, I never really thought that I would say that, like, I... Uh, I, I'm a fan of country music, like today. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of takes time. Like, uh, I mean, it, it kind of grows on you. Like, uh, like uh, the more and more, like you uh, uh, try to, you know, listen to it. Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's such a it's such a genre for storytelling, and especially yeah. if you've been to the South. If you haven't been to the South, it, I can understand how it's kind of hard to like get around those like the visuals of like the back road, the dirt road, but, you know, being from here, that's all stuff that just brings back so many memories and it's so comforting. Um, So if you haven't been, you know, it's kind of gives you a little glimpse of what it's like growing up in the South, not necessarily that last song, but um, (laughs) just country music in general.
0: Well, country music for me, when I was growing up, I didn't love it because it was different. the, the today's country music is so beautiful and incredible because they, they mix different genres with it and it's just awesome. So I think country music today is one of the greatest sounds out there. You know, so let's, Oh, we Mm -hmm. have, we have someone who just came in another fellow DJ, um, Jack Sullivan, please type the, uh, night and time of your show. I don't want to mess that up. Um, and I will, tell everyone so jack sullivan incredible dj on rtr is in the chat room so now let's play remember to forget you here we go guys and then you have to tell us about this who are you forgetting hold on (laughs) remember
5: it was raining Really coming down But now that
3: I met you And I forgot my chance
5: you
0: Us about that incredibly beautiful song.
2: Thank you, Jerry. Uh, this one was okay. So the guy that's singing, his name is Matt Sarmansky. He's incredible, incredible artist, songwriter, and um, Jay Denton, who produced the last two, um, also produced this one. And we, the three of us, really just kind of put all efforts into this song. We wanted to write a country ballad uh, from the perspective of a female and a male um, going through like you know, a breakup and not being able to fully move on. It was, a, it was an incredible song that I'm glad that I had the opportunity to work on. Um, Matt is an amazing vocalist. He actually goes by the artist name Matt Sky now. Um, oh. and he has released a pop album. He's kind of turned from away from the country genre. Uh, but this one I got his permission to play it on air today. It has also never been released, <gasps> never been heard. Um, <laughs> yay so, yeah we um we actually were part of a, a country mm-hmm. duo a lot of people don't know this but um we we wrote and produced a bunch of songs together but i think Matt, you know it's part of the artist's struggle to realize like, what genre you want to be in what what is the projection you want to take as an artist and for him it was not country um and so we actually are trying to pitch this song to other artists, potentially for them to record. But um, I'm just going to be honored forever to be able to have written that song. I feel like it's very Keith Urban, and um, it's just emotional. I think that anyone hearing that has, can relate to it in some way, if they've ever been in love or um, lost love or fallen out of love. And so um, I think that one's one of my favorite songs that I've ever been a part of
0: writing. So what, what, does, what is his name that he goes by now?
2: Matt
0: Sky. Sky, okay. You know, if you want, you can put it out there. Justin and I would love to interview him as well. Um, I'm
2: sure he would love that. Yes. He is releasing um, a new project this year and just released an album, I think, last year. So um, he's an amazing artist. So definitely check him out on yes,
0: Spotify. I'm going to do that. Um, Matt Sky, everyone, you heard it here, debuted on The Jerry Petito Show, Remember Then Radio. Are you kidding me? Jesse Pitts, me and Justin are loving this. Yeah. I am, too.
2: This is a blast.
1: It's incredible. Incredible. So, incredible. Go
0: ahead, Justin. I know you're dying over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Yeah, like, come on. Share the spotlight a little bit. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that was an incredible song. Like, uh, But I was kind of like it taken off like a little bit like the first like seconds I heard it. Because, I mean, I hear a guy singing and I'm like, yes. oh, my God, is this like the right track? <laughs> Like, uh, like that. But she like clarified like uh, it's a duet, so I mean like now uh, like we fully understand. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Um. So. Um. So. Uh. You're on the voice, and um, you know, like uh, you're having the time of your life. Uh, and then like uh, out of the and uh, then like out of the blue, like you get eliminated, like uh, at like uh top twelve, like top twelve, was it?
2: Top twelve, yeah, it's kind of a crazy story that night. So once you're in the top twenty, is when it starts to go live. Oh. So previously, where we spend over a month preparing for one episode, we had to do a, a complete turnaround. It cranked up to like max, like max level pressure, um, and so that that first live round, I remember I sang. Um, holding out for a hero. And then later that night, we had to change, do completely different hair makeup, wardrobe, and pretend like it was another day. But we went straight into filming the next uh, rehearsals for the next round. And so what goes on behind the scenes is so incredibly interesting to me. And I wish that they would show a little bit more of that on air. Um, but I just have respect for any artist that has gone through the process and been able to keep their head on straight and, and not crack under the pressure. Uh,
1: yeah. And, uh, so, uh, how was experience life for you, uh, after the show? Like, uh, did, like, uh, did, uh a, a lot of uh, doors, op- a lot more doors open for you or like, uh, was it like just kind of a moment like where you were like, Oh my God, like, what do I do now?
2: Okay. Yeah. So, great, 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 great question. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, coming off the show, there was that original like stark difference between having everyone cater to you twenty four seven, being sequestered in a hotel for over a year almost on and off, um, and then afterwards, you are just like, okay, what, what now? You know, there's no management company. There's no label you know except for the, the people who make it top one or two the label's only interested in those two so which is a blessing because you know you don't hear a ton of artists coming off the voice anymore that really make it a lot of them unfortunately get dropped from the label right afterwards and that's me speaking candidly not you know talking bad about the voice but that's just kind of the reality of um how saturated they are with contestants okay so i found myself you know, I moved out to LA, and I found myself gigging on the weekends, doing shows, and the fan base that I got from The Voice, the support, the following, that helped me you know, continue the momentum. I think that, that is one of the biggest things that The Voice will do for an artist is just that initial exposure, but ultimately, it's really up to the artist to continue that and to take it into their own hands and make the right decisions. And, you know, if I could go back with all the knowledge that I have now through my music business degree, I would have done things maybe differently. Um, I went through a management deal that did not did not work out in my best interest. And that was really hard. I felt like after that ended, I was back to, you know, first point. Like I was back to ground zero having to plan what now. Um, and so that is what has inspired me to go back to school to learn music business where I learn about copyright law, mm. contract law, music publishing, record label services, promotions, booking, marketing, and all of those things have kind of added to my tool belt, like I said before, to be that person for other artists that I wish that I had. You know, I don't I, I see all these kids going on the voice that are selected after the best voices in the United States and they have what it takes. They're they're motivated. they a lot of them move out to L.A. right afterwards, and they just kind of don't know what is the next step. And so with my you know, management and my artist development, I like to think in short-term goals as well as long-term goals. And I think you know, once you become an artist, you're your own boss. You're your own CEO. And so you don't necessarily have someone planning your work schedule 9 to 5, and you have to be really disciplined. You have to continue writing even when you don't feel like it. And you have to be able to promote yourself. And that's something that clicked early on for me that I just, that never felt right for me. I never felt right promoting myself, but I know that I can promote the heck out of someone that I believe in and someone that's talented and kind of tell them what not to do through what my experience is and, um, give them the guidance, help them not make the same mistakes that I did.
0: You know, that's amazing. Everything that you just said, that's what makes you this young powerhouse. You are Because no, but you are because, you know, the drive that you have at such a young age is unbelievable. You know, the majority of the singers that I've um, got the honor of, you know, interviewing, they have great drive, but you took it a step further, you know, with what you're doing with the business end of it and promoting other artists so you know my hat's off to you girlfriend you're amazing i'm
1: doing it like absolutely like all like on your own like uh i i mean like i would probably like uh i mean if i was in your shoes i mean i would probably like uh just like uh like uh find someone like that maybe that can help like me do that i mean like it's like you're a hustler like
2: thank you yeah and you know not the business side of it doesn't attract everybody there's some people that kind of intimidates them and they want someone on their team that they trust knows that knows what they need to know. But I think what one of the biggest things for me when I'm, you know, working with artists is trying to educate them on how the business works so that they have an understanding themselves and then I can also help strategize and help plan and help help them get exposure. But you know, it's the business side doesn't it doesn't call to everybody, but it definitely was calling to me.
0: So having said all that, I wanna play another one of your songs. Um, This song is called California Ghost. I love the title of it. I love the song, but I love the title. So here we go. And then you're going to tell us.
3: Me scared, to get me wound up, got me covering my eyes, holding my hands up now.
0: You are a superstar already. Listen, you have a standing ovation in the chat room. People are going crazy. Jack Sullivan, our former alumni DJ, let me set that straight. Um, he thinks you're incredible kojak stevie i mean everyone gp babaloo diane we've got club Carter in the house megan i mean everyone in the chat room is going crazy because you are a powerhouse
2: thank you guys so much for tuning in
0: justin
1: okay so um uh, we're coming to the part of uh, the interview uh, where um uh, we want you to tell us a little bit about uh, what you're currently doing right now. Like, do you have like uh, anything in the works? Do you have any like releases coming up? Any shows? Like we want you to like, uh, share everything.
2: Absolutely. So right now I am working in Nashville for a publishing company and artist management company called wide open music on our roster. We have three number one charting country artists, um, Matt Stell, Jimmy Allen and Chris Bandy. Uh um, I've learned so much from this job and I am excited to take what I've learned from them and apply it to my own career and my own artists that I'm working with. Um, But I am really excited to tell you guys about one artist in particular. His name is Parker Stewart. He's a 23 year old singer songwriter from my hometown, Birmingham, Alabama and South Carolina. There's gotta be a slash in there. Um, And he is a newborn to the music industry, but has already just shown A crazy motivation work ethic uh, on top of his incredible talent and um so he had just released his debut song and has not debuted it on the radio yet and so i would love to to play his first single lighthouse which is available now on spotify and itunes and all streaming platforms
0: so I want to just say this real quick. So, Justin, we have a surprise because we have that song in queue. That's the song we're going to close with. We have one more song of Jesse's to play, Dangerous Love, and then we're going to play Lighthouse. But what do you think about that, Justin? Um Because here's here's the thing. Here's this young woman who's incredible herself, musically talented, right? Singer, songwriter, off the charts. Now who's promoting all these young artists. And now... She has someone. When you hear this song, you're not going to believe how good this artist is, as well. So, what do you think about all that, Justin? Being a young person yourself,
1: I, I, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like, I like, like, if I were like, like I said before, I mean, if I was uh, doing this like uh, at my age, like, I mean, like I said, I would probably need help. Uh, and I just like find it uh, very fascinating that at really at such a young age. And you're able to do this like uh, on yourself and uh I do want to ask you Jesse like is is that the goal like uh like uh, is it like kind of more about just uh helping uh other artists than like uh, about like uh uh helping yourself like with like any music like
2: Yeah, Justin, good question. I, I feel like what I said before like not everyone is called to self-promote, and I think that that was the biggest issue with my own artist career and trajectory is that I was constantly wanting to promote my friends and, and other artists that I love. And so, you know, it's kind of, and and God personally has opened that door and that driven that passion in me to pursue what I can do for other artists as my number one pro- priority right now. And so with Parker specifically, like we're talking about branding, we're talking about marketing, how to get his fan base growing, his social media presence growing, Um, and the music industry is constantly changing. And so, you know, I'm going to graduate in May with my music business degree, but I know that by this time next year, the industry might look completely different. So it's my responsibility to stay up to date on what's happening and what's coming down the pike. Um, And that has taken up all of my energy. I've been working hard behind the scenes and um, I'm really excited about what's happening with Parker and um, I just, I can't wait for y'all to hear the song. Yeah.
1: And and do you have any um, uh, advice like uh, for any artists out there that are listening that are really trying to like break into like the industry?
2: Absolutely. I think right now, creating a social media presence that's authentic where you your fans your followers feel like they they know you and what your intention is is one of the biggest priorities and the second one is knowing what kind of artist you yourself want to be you know, want to be what lane you're in what what makes you different from the other artists that are in the same lane as you if there are you know if you're a country artist and you sing about beer and backroads like what is different about you than every other country artist and i think that that is going to be the determining factor of of um how engaged your fan base is and how you stand out in the market
0: wow beautifully said so let's play your last song that you're singing before we play lighthouse dangerous love again i love this title here we go
3: Summer again Before the fall Took us all down with it What if I never got In that taxi with you In California Turn back the hands of time and shoot Wasn't blinded by the fire in your eyes Mm -hmm. What would I say if I could turn back the hands of time and Like a rose through a crack in the pavement, fighting all of the odds against it. I know I'm strong enough to lose you, but still hold.
0: Beautiful song tell us about the inspiration of this song
2: thanks um that so dangerous love is one of the very first songs i ever wrote this one is also you're just getting it right now you're getting all of the unreleased and unheard songs so this one has not been released i actually had this one on soundcloud for a little bit um but it private like i just kind of shopped it around my team and um i I, this one's really personal i felt like you know, sometimes you're in a relationship that is young, you know, young love and you think it's the best thing in the world, but it's not always the best for you. And sometimes it's hard for us to like walk away from something that's not good for us when we just want it to be good for you, you know. Uh, so that that's kind of the inspiration
0: behind that song. First of all, Justin, before you speak, I have to say this. Everyone listening, do you realize how many debut songs we played here on Remember Them Radio right now? (laughs) I am on cloud nine about that. But how could you only be 25 years old? You're speaking as if you've had all this incredible life experience already, girlfriend. You are amazing.
2: I feel, you know, like going on that show at 18, I, I have gotten a lot of life experience. I've always been an old soul, but... Um, that really pro- like propelled me to be able to speak for myself and communicate um, what my intentions are, what my passions are. And I did have a lot of practice on The Voice. You know, they put you on the, the promo radio tour. I did radio interviews from my bathtub in the hotel when I was on the show uh, at 5 a.m. because my roommate was practicing her song next, in the next room. So they definitely put us on a platform to where we could hone these skills. And so I, you know, I'd be, blabbering if it wasn't for that
0: (laughs) you know um justin i'd like you to say your final words to jesse and then i want to ask you a couple things as well justin
1: yes well uh jesse uh first of all i want to uh thank you so much for uh taking the time out of your busy life and uh agreeing to do this interview
2: absolutely thank you justin for your great questions
1: yes and um I want to thank uh, Jerry as well, like for uh, continuing, uh, for her continuous uh, support uh, with me and uh, allowing her, allowing me to uh, co-host on her shows. Uh, But most importantly, I want to thank everyone out there who's listening and all the fans out there. Uh, You have been nothing but kind. And I absolutely am looking forward to hearing uh, the next available story that I uh, come across. So uh, if you uh, definitely want uh, to be on, uh, any of uh, any future shows uh, coming up, uh, please shoot me an email at just drum 1997 at gmail.com. And I will gladly look into you and I uh, can't wait to get to know who you are.
0: Well, I want to say something uh, to let everyone out there know about this young man, Justin. And there's a reason why, because again, the majority of my shows, I love to bring some inspiration and to help people listening or Justin is incredible to me. Um, when Justin reached out to me, he just basically wanted to be behind the scenes. And I said, absolutely not. If you're going to get me these beautiful, incredible guests, you're going to be co-hosting. And he's doing an amazing job on both ends. Justin, tell everyone a little bit about your struggles and why I feel you're so amazing.
1: Yes. Well, um, I, uh, absolutely had, uh, no training, uh, whatsoever, uh, when it came to actually, uh, doing the shows and like, uh, uh, co-hosting, like, or even, like, actually, like, uh, just, like, being a part of, uh, the guests, um, I always, uh, I, for those of you, like, uh, who don't know, um, I, uh, have a, uh, uh, disorder, uh, where it includes, uh, socializing and, expri- and expressing myself, like, it can be a challenge, uh, it's a high-functioning autism, it's also known as, uh, Asperger syndrome, and, uh, I always get really nervous like when I like do like these shows. I mean, I'm afraid that I might like say some words like over and over again. I would stutter at sometimes. I like I just I mean, I really want like uh, every guest that like uh, we bring over here to have like a good experience.
0: They do. Every guest. I've
1: had the best experience. There you yes, go. And you've done a great job. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, that's really kind of you. Thank you.
0: Every guest says to me, Justin was awesome. Every single guest. And I feel the same way. So I want to thank you again. Yep. I want to thank you again, Justin, for doing an amazing job, um, getting me another incredibly beautiful, talented, amazing artist. Um, What I'm going to do is this. We're going to play this song and then you're going to tell us a little bit more about um, Lighthouse with Parker Stewart. Okay, let's do that. Because this song is beautiful as well Here we go guys
2: Excited for you to hear
0: The debut
6: Been gone for a little while Been blue up and in and out Can't promise I'll be ready When the rain's falling down Can't start at the finish line Can't wait when you're out of time Love is like an ocean and I'm starting to drown But I looked up and saw the lighthouse on the way And remembered what you'd say Maybe you were right Maybe we can change Maybe I got used to wasting time on your name Looking for the brighter side, the higher tides And if it hurts today Tomorrow feels like summer. Let the winter fade away. Now I'm starting to believe in everything in life, has reason. Even that time I was left alone, singing at the Give my time to thinking around my friends while we're out drinking same face but a different smile than i had with you but i looked up and saw the lighthouse on the way and remembered what you'd say maybe you were right maybe we can change maybe And if it hurts today, tomorrow feels like summer. Let the winter fade away.
0: Jesse, give Parker another shout out. Give yourself another shout out. Tell everyone anything you'd like them to know, and say your final words, sweetheart.
2: Absolutely. Um, this is the radio debut for Lighthouse. We're really excited for you to debut it first. It's available now Yay. on all streaming platforms. Lighthouse by Parker Stewart. He's an incredible artist. You know, he during quarantine, a lot of people could, you know, just wonder about like what they should do and it it would hold people back in a lot of ways especially for pursuing the music business but he's used this time to really get to work to chase his dream and I think as long as he keeps doing what he's doing I'm going to take him to the top
0: yay amazing
2: thank you and Jerry Justin thank you so much for having me this was a blast and I would love to come back on and give you updates
0: So we will absolutely plan that for sure. And again, I you know Parker is welcome as well. I mean, we will plan this. You are amazing. Um, Yeah, uh,
1: and uh, can you uh, just do us a favor and uh, tell us uh, where people can find you and uh, like where the people like uh, can uh, uh, learn more about you?
2: Absolutely. Um, Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Jesse Pitts Music or Jesse Pitts. And um, I'm on TikTok now. And so follow along and I'll ask any questions. Any artists need advice or guidance. I'm your girl and I want to help.
0: So now's the time, guys, where I say my thank yous to everyone. Um, of course, I want to thank Remember Then Radio, again, Angel and Stevie for this incredible platform. I want to thank everyone in the chat room. I love you all. And I want to thank all my listeners all over the world. Um, I want to thank my incredible guest co-host Justin Drummond. You know how I feel about you, man. And I want to thank our incredibly beautiful, inside and out, incredible, talented artist Jessie Pitts. Are you kidding me? She is a powerhouse businesswoman. Okay, she is. Um, thank you so
4: much. Jerry. You
0: are. So, what I want to, how I want to close this is, I want to read a poem. I'm going to actually combine two small poems together, and there's a reason why, guys. Um, I like to bring, you know, this year has been very, very tough for everyone. And I say this on most of my shows, you know, we know who our essential workers are. So I thank them all, but you know, um, Sanitation workers, they are super essential as well. Teachers, super essential, right? But you know what? The entertainers are just as as essential. The DJs, thank you so much. You entertainers have saved so many lives because people have been on lockdown and your music has helped save them. And I'm not kidding you. I know some people personally. I also know people personally who have tried to take their own lives. A friend of mine, another co-host on a different network, she tried to take her life. She's Okay but I know someone who tried and is not okay. So I want to give some inspiration out there to whoever needs it today. I am the author of, I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumb ass because guys, 30 years ago, this July will be 30 years that I'm now a smart ass, but I used to be a dumb ass. And I want to read a couple poems out of my book To give some hope and inspiration to everyone out there who needs it. The first one is called put down the gun. So if you're in a state guys of depression right now, just know there's someone out there that you can talk to. And I'm one of them. I'm a nutritional health coach. I'm a recovery coach. I will never charge you a fee. Just call me, get in touch with me. 609-610-1000 or on Facebook, Jerry Petito. Please reach out to someone. You do not have to die. You do not have to be sad and depressed. Here we go. Put down the gun. I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done. I kept it safe locked in my room because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do. But I kept on hearing that gentle voice. Put down that gun. You have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day, but that's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun and go take a shower. Ask someone for help. You do have that power. Guys, you have that power. So now I'm going to read this poem for the addicts out there. Because addiction is is horrible anyway and rampant, but through this past year it's been even worse. So this is for anyone out there who needs a little bit of hope change your choice. I had a life-changing moment that I knew had to be. The only way to change things was to first start with me. So I looked in the mirror and woke up one day and thought to myself I needed to pray. So I asked God to change me, to help me stay strong, to clean up my mess, to right what's been wrong. I cleaned up my diet, I cleaned up my room, I cleaned up all habits with this old dirty broom. I kept going forward and never looked back. I refused to derail, stayed on the right track. I realized my worth and all that did matter through my selfish behavior, the lives I had shattered. I finally decided at 30 years old to stop abusing my body, my mind, heart, and soul. My life-changing choice that I had once made, now it's 30 years, guys. My debt has been paid. So you read all my thoughts on how to stay clean. It's all or nothing, my friend. There's no in between. To live or to die is a choice you must make. Your life is not worthless and you're not a mistake. One day at a time is a slogan you've heard. It works if you work it while applying his word. For you to get healthy, for your mind not to fail, escaping reality will keep you in jail. With addictive behavior, sex, drugs, food, or money, substituting addictions, now isn't that funny? I'm not an addict. This too shall pass. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. May the good Lord bless and guide all of you, and I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. So thank you all again. Remember then, Radio Rock.